Welcome to church and other drugs. Welcome, you I'm, dirty sons of bitches. I wasn't done talking, but... <laughs> <laughs> My name's Jed. I'm Jay. Have you watched Ozark yet? No, but I hear I hear good things. Oh, dude, I hear it's, good things. it's so, so I got, good. Um, I finally... Well, I got a free trial to HBO now, and I finally got the creds for HBO. So I'm catching up on like all the HBO stuff. And oh, Silicon okay. Valley is my is my shit. Oh right yeah, now. dude. Ehrlich Bachman is, is my shit. So funny. So funny. <laughs> Jin Yang. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's so good. I listened to a uh, Mike Judge on the Nerdist podcast today talking about it. it was, he's really funny. Oh, right on. Yeah. Right on. Um cool. Okay. What's going on with you? Oh, dude. Well, there's a bunch all right, I gotta figure out how to tactfully address this. I mean it's it's on the news. So I guess it's on it's, the news. Oh, it's on the news. So I guess it's not like I'm not spreading any. I'll try to be as factual as possible, but it's on the news, right? So it's public information. I don't think part. I'm going to name names just because. Name. There's two name. things to the, no, dude. There's two things to this story. It's it's what is going on now, and then how the people around here reacted to it that really bugged a lot of us. Okay, so this is what's okay. going on though. So there's these treatment centers around here called. I don't even should I name should I name names. Yeah. Yeah, what treatment centers? Yeah, not individuals, I don't think. Okay. Well, but I mean, you'll, he started these treatment centers. If he's a uh, name names, dog. All right, fine. Name uh, he started Townsend, which is like all over okay. Louisiana, and they're Suboxone treatment centers, right? Okay. So this dude's been active in AA around here, and everybody knows him, and everybody knows he runs these treatment centers. Suboxone's like methadone for folks that may not know that. Yes, and it's it's very hotly debated in the recovery community. He ended yeah. up selling those treatment centers for like $20 million, right? Oh, good so, for him. Yeah. Um, apparently, he was, he's was he been on Adderall and stuff the whole time and God knows what else. So he's married to this girl, lady, woman, uh-huh. and she is cheating on him with another guy we know. Okay. And everybody knew it, and... He hired like a private investigator to film them and uploaded it to YouTube, which I saw the YouTube. It's on YouTube. What? Some creepy of like basically like of just outside do. of his apartment and shit. Like, yeah, dude. That's so, weird. Last weekend, um, he hired two black dudes from Mississippi, drove drove down in a white van and kidnapped the wife. They're like a strange kidnapper, dude. Nah. And they were this is a total god thing too. Like they were driving on it was either the intercoastal waterway waterway or the interstate and traffic uh-huh. was stopped, so they tried to go around on the uh on the shoulder. On the shoulder and cops yeah. pulled him over, of course. And they got uh, out and ran, but that's how they rescued. It was her and somebody else. I don't know who else got kidnapped and she was all Oh beat my up. gosh. So then There's more? Dude, the next day the two kidnappers are found dead in the intercoastal. What? Shut they had, up. They had drowned. I'm not even making this shit they up. They drowned? Yeah. Do they we, suspect we all foul thought, play? Well, I don't know. We bum, all thought, bum, I was like, dude, they got, they got, they got iced. Right. But yeah, I, sure. It, it also makes sense that they went in, into the intercoastal to hide from police and just drowned because that water is like deceptively. Yeah, current. the current runs super fast. Super fast. But yeah. still, that's some crazy shit. And he's that's he's just cray. and he's just on the run right now. There's just he's on the run. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you didn't see him at your home group. 
No, dude. <laughs> so, but so, this is what... Okay. Isn't that shit nuts, though? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So it's the big talk. So what pissed that's me... Like a li- that's going to be a Lifetime movie. Who's going to play you in that Lifetime movie? You? Can I play you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Say, can I play you in the Lifetime movie? And then when we film this scene, I'll play you. This <laughs> <laughs> will be like your cameo. Exactly. So what pissed me off and a bunch of us off was there was a select group of people posting in the uh, AA message boards on Facebook and just in Facebook mm-hmm. in general, basically like I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but like, look at this piece of shit. And like, I hope you get what you deserve and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And just fucking running this dude through the mud to which me and all uh-huh. of us were like, you know, God forbid y'all have ever done anything fucked up when you were using like, well, kidnap your estranged wife and have her beat and probably on the way to be murdered. That's like it. It Okay. Well, the issue, (laughs) no dude, but dude, like you don't think, dude, I, I was at murdering level. Like, absolutely. I was getting extraordinarily close. Yeah, I don't know. All it dog. would take would all it would have taken was the right set of circumstances, dude. And twenty anybody, million dollars would have been the right circumstances. I think anybody could be a killer. Oh, like she's gonna take half of it, right? No, or about... you know who knows? There, there's you know, or just getting cheated on. Yeah, true that. Any, but the point being, like, just like the fucking judgment, just like really bothered me. Like, and there was no. Is it because it's within the recovery community? Yes. Yes. Okay. And y'all should fucking know better. And it, or that y'all should have at least an iota of sympathy. Like, damn, this dude is really fucked up. I will say that we, on this podcast, judge the fuck out of some pastors. What are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dog. That's straw man argument. Okay, well, so we do. <laughs> Irrelevant. I'm just saying, so like, yeah, I we, think do. Sometimes, we do. We do. I think sometimes. Well, then maybe that's why I spotted I got it. Maybe that's why it pissed me off yeah, so bad. Yeah, maybe that's it. I think, I think sometimes, I, I know for me God, for sure. Like, the wind I, out of my shit. I expect more out of people in recovery yes. than I do well, at, because I'm like, you're supposed to be working a spiritual program no, of no, action. No. Blah, 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 blah. But it's like, it's not wellness anonymous, dog. Like, people no, no, no. are fucked up. This is no, the part that bothers me is because mm-hmm. I have done such horrible things, and I do not judge anybody that has done horrible things in the names of drug and alcohol because I understand that it's not you. What about in the name of money or power? Isn't it the same? Yeah. I mean, I don't. That's what, like, I don't. Oh. So. So we judge pastor. Listen, dude, I don't like how this went at all, bro. <laughs> like, wait, and, and have I, or is it mainly you? Let's just flip that around. I think you are the judgment pastor one. I, I do. I, I can't think of an instance where I would, well, yeah, maybe. No, for sure. There's a little pastor out of a church in Listen, Charlotte, let's just, North Carolina. Let's just stop and we'll re-record this. <laughs> you fucking dick, man. <laughs> No, okay, fine. Well, point, yes, all right, well, then fine. Lesson learned. I need to quit judging. Can't judge the judges, dude. I need to quit judging. But it made me mad when people that have done equally as shitty things, like, 
would not like it if they were out there and they you know, like disregarding the actual situation, just the larger picture of mm-hmm. if if I get a DUI or something, it'd be the equivalent of those people putting my f- mug shot and be like, look what happens when you fucking get drunk again. Like, look at this porn, you know, like that crap really irks me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think that. Yeah. No, I judgments on other people sucks always more or less uh, it's tough when something's that scandalous though and like on the news and like it it um it provokes a reaction in people you know well but a lot of it i know was from previous hatred of this guy because of just like his suboxone clinics and just like you know maybe, uh, maybe he's not uh, the greatest guy uh, i don't really personally know him because like so i can't speak to his but personality. but the people but you do know the people posting stuff I and do. you're like, you're just doing this because yes. you hate that guy. Yes. That's different. And then there's people jumping on the bandwagon of just like, oh, we're hating someone? Sweet. Like, you don't even know, man. Like, And just acting like you have never done anything wrong, ever. Like, come on. Well, I will say I've never had anybody kidnapped and attempted murdered. According to the courts, neither have I. Attempted murdered. Attempted murdered. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, well, until, you're an asshole. I love how we turned this into you're the asshole. I know. That's my favorite. We, we didn't do shit, man. <laughs> you. Yeah, dude. So I also, uh, I want to do a new, I was thinking about introducing a new segment of like this week in drugs. And we can do the, ooh, the headlines. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this week in drugs. Wow. Okay. AJ, we need you to make us another theme song. <laughs> this week in drugs. Not that, but That's something. So good. I mean, it's not. Okay. AJ, we need you to make us another theme song <laughs> for this week in drugs. But this week in drugs, did you see the story about the lady getting charged because she got shown on like. Um, like a street side security footage. Um, they look like so she was slamming dope in front of her kid. Is yes. That what about? Yeah. She shot, shot up what allegedly is heroin in front of her kid. They look like she they shot up. Some. She shot up. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Yeah. She, they were definitely, I'm pretty sure they were homeless or very close to if they were. And the quote I read from one of the judges was like, we're supposed to feel sorry for y'all. This is paraphrasing. Like, we're supposed to feel sorry for opiate addicts, but when you bring in a child like this, like, that's where... Uh... It's so hard. That's so hard, dude, because, like, she's obviously super sick. That's what I'm saying, But man. it's like, but at the same time, it's like, there's a... there. I mean, that kid is, a, is an innocent, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's so hard. Obviously, she should not be taking care of that child. Yeah, at the very least, yes, I will say the kid should be taken into custody or whatever. I, man, I, I just have a, a brutally soft spot for people in those situations. Cause it's like, it's so hard, dude. Yeah. And I, yeah, it is. I hard. mean, that's a legit. I, she, I, I mean, I don't think that she woke up when she was like a 12 year old little girl. And was like, you know what I, you know what I want to grow up when I precisely mom, I want to slam dope in broad daylight in an alley in front with of my, my kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. dude, not at all. And that, that like, talk about people that will get vilified on social media. It's that, like, uh, no dude, shit. Like, come, like, 
that just really bothers me, man. It really bothers me. I'm not excusing the behavior. No, no, no. But I did. Say, yeah, just, I saw I that just picture. Feel, I just feel sorry. It's just like oh. I was just. Yeah, I saw that picture and I was just so sad that that is a thing. You know what I mean? Like that happens. That always, dude. I had a drug dealer that would use his kid. Like I had to give his kid the money. Oh no! And like he thought it was like he was like, as a drop. Well, like, no, we'd be in the car, and like the kid would be in the front seat, and it was like four, like four, I guess. And he just thought it was funny, be like, "Little man, take the money," and the kid would oh, be like, geez. "Yeah, like," and it was just like a, you know, I was just like, "Yeah, fucker, dude, what am I that doing?" That sucks. Yeah, that dude, sucks. it really sucks. Those, those are the things that <clears throat> make you I just hate. like, oh, ugh. make you cringe, man. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, shake all over. Anyway, yeah, well. So we got a good interview, though. Oh yes, we do. We're so, and all the the new listeners were usually more lighthearted. I don't think so. No, nah, I think so. Well, because afterwards, hey. I'm gonna tell the uh, after the interview, I'm gonna tell the riding a tortoise story because I keep putting that off. Oh, please do. Yeah, it's, a it's good magical. One. It's a good one. But we have uh, Matt Carter from Bad Christian, from Emory, from Break It Down, from Matt and Toby. That's right. Anything else? Lots of other Jabberjaw stuff. Media. Um, that's right. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> pod, the podcast mogul. Matt that's Carter. right. So let's get to that. Make it a rule of mine to not have stuff that I don't I won't talk about. Like if somebody wants to, I just can't imagine like that mentality of well I, I'm okay with it, but I'm not real. I'm worried if so and so hears this or it could mean this. I yeah. So I, I'll talk about. I think I'll talk about anything. That's I mean, what. I'm, if if not, then I'd feel I I would I would beat myself if I declined to talk about something or skirted an issue. I would. Uh, I'd beat myself up about it. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, I would do whatever for self-preservation in a moment, but I would, you know, I would know that that was a character flaw or a weakness is the way I would see it if I wasn't willing to do it. So my, my only hang up has been that my mother is like my, the biggest fan of this podcast, but I mm-hmm. told her firsthand, I was like, mom, I mean, you know what we're going to talk about. So like, I'm not going to yeah. uh, mute myself and she's like, Oh, it's okay. Man, so many people are afraid of stuff like that. And if you just get past it, I mean, people are so surprised. And I think a big example of that is uh, the saddest examples of that are people that are gay that don't come out. And then when they yeah. finally come out, the other people are totally accepting. And it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> this is so sad. I mean, yeah, because it's like that for almost everything. So, I mean, you know, your parents, it might be good for them. It might be good for you. It might be good for your mom to hear. I mean, it it, it really can't. You got to give them the opportunity to to do that. Oh no, at it least was, you know? it was. And you may be surprised. Okay. I I gave each my mom and dad an episode to to let them tell me what it was like uh, having a kid turn out to be a heroin addict. It was nice. oh man, oh it was good. 
It was good. But they but they knew they knew all about it. The oh women. yeah. Well, it was During, when it was going down, and when you had to no. go. Would you go to recovery? I don't know your story. Sorry, but well, in it, uh, I'll just kind of do a quick version. So, like when I have a three year older sister, so when she was going through her rebellious stage, I was I was a youth group kid, grew up uh, Presbyterian church in Columbia, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and um, so I was like leading the like I was the last person they thought would have like a drug problem, and that's kind of how that started because I just like needed to fit in, and it just started doing it on the weekends. Then it was weeknights, and my sister heroin. No, well, it okay. started off with You're not people that do heroin's on the weekends that I'm aware of. No, well, it started. Well, this was my thing. Like I had a weird thing where I had these like sev- severe Christian ethics, and like I knew uh-huh. what I was doing was wrong. So in my head, like my friends would plan. The way I looked at it is, they would drink and smoke weed, planning to do that for the rest of their life. I knew that there was a cutoff time when I would not do it anymore. In my this is <laughs> in my head, so I was like, I better get all of this in while I can. So I went uh-huh. off the deep end, and by the time my senior year rolled around, I um it had gotten bad enough. I was on cocaine, and uh, they were going to send me to a, a faith-based treatment center in Lenore, North Carolina, um, mm-hmm. but I got put on a waiting list for like four months, and I was like, well, before I go, I want to try heroin, mm-hmm. and so that's how oh, that man. started. Yeah, and so by the time yeah. I got there, I definitely needed to be there, and then that that what the problem with the faith-based place i went to was they were very much of the mindset like okay you repented of your sins like you're good to go and just send wow. you on your way with like no aftercare no nothing ah. so then like within a week i relapsed again and then the guilt of that and then then i just got stuck in the re- uh, rehab cycle for 10 years you know there i don't know if you've thought of it in these terms and forgive me if i'm putting it in, in a wrong way but there's an easy way there to trace all of your problems to christianity itself i, I, oh, yeah. I mean all of your problems that's that's over saying it but the fact that uh i mean it sounds like the fact like a lot of people don't need to go to recovery because they're using cocaine like yeah. that's not you know what i mean but then because of the fact that you thought there was a cutoff which the fact that you thought there was a cutoff and you needed to clean stuff up and you needed to do all this stuff is probably what pushed you to be overly aggressive with drugs and then by the time you thought the cutoff was really coming is when you f- almost caused you to try the actual drug that would cause you to need recovery right i i and trace then, it to i trace it to the biggest guilt over my head was the sexual repression. Like, do not have sex before you're ah, married. Well, see, again, again, it's a repression oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. That's causing Completely the not. other thing. And then the, even the treatment is telling you, oh, you're all good, which causes more guilt, more shame. Yeah. And then, I, mean, I mean, that's a bad loop. Like, it's almost like the loop was perpetuated or even instantiated by evangelical culture. It that's was. really sad to hear. Now, granted, the hook. I, you can't blame that. You can blame you. No. Whatever. Well, but I'm it, just saying it, that's not a, the healthiest way. I mean, that's a bad, bad setup. And there's the like with alcoholics and addicts. Like there's a, there's like four stages of alcoholism, and there's a line that has to get crossed. So like there was a type. Like the hook got me when I, I kind of thought I was playing the game, and I fell in love with like Conroe Burst and Modest Mouth when I was a kid. So like I loved the idea of like the drunken poet bullshit thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. I kind of played that role, and I I, I was. You get a lot of attention if you're constantly in a in a uh, mm. crisis mode from your family and friends. Like, oh, we got to save Jed, got to save Jed. And then one day I woke up and I was no longer in control, and I was like, oh, uh, I'm uh, actually uh, addicted now. Like, oh shit, and I've been crying wolf this whole time, but now it's like, oh man, oh, fuck, I can't stop. Uh, there's addiction in your family. 
Um, there's mental illness and there's uh-huh. alcoholism in my dad's side, and apparently, my mom's side is all like old school Southern Baptist. So I think my great grandfather like died from alcoholism, but nobody would talk about it. So yeah, but yeah, in my in my well, father's side, my parents though never smoked a cigarette, never. Oh really? Completely straight laced. Mm. So I guess that's also how like. That's a why they freaked out and like went yeah. for the like, said oh you God. had to go to faith based treatment because yeah, you dumped yeah. a couple of drugs yeah yeah well I was, <laughs> I did I had overdosed at fifteen off so oh man well tell me that sorry I'm that, just no, stuck no, no, on this fine. interesting this, to me though no 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 um so this was right when the internet came out basically. I mean this is I think this is a pretty re- relatively rare story here. I would say so. This doesn't hit most any of the stereotypes, really. No, no. So, However, I will clarify, it is the myth of what the dangers of drugs are to straight-laced people, oddly. Yeah, well, this is... You try it, you gateway, you get down there, but for most people, it's trauma, family history, bad stuff going on, drugs just simply being the escape. That's the normal story, but yours is a little different than that. Well, and this, this is the irony, which does kind of prove the point, was that... So I got caught smoking weed, and they started mm-hmm. drug testing me, like at like fourteen and fifteen. So I went on the internet and had to look up drugs that wouldn't show up on a drug test. Wow! And so that's how I found out, like you can get high off of uh, cough medicine and Benadryl, like yeah, like potent ass psychedelics. And so I oh yeah, it's like a robo type of thing, huh? Yeah, yeah, DXM, PCP, yeah, 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 ketamine that. are all sister yeah. drugs. Yeah, yikes! So I've never yeah, so I ended up like overdosing, that. and I am. You overdosed on what? Benadryl. I went Benadryl. Like, yeah, it's uh, not just Benadryl. I didn't know that. You, I mean, oh yeah, not so, just plain Benadryl by itself. So diphenhydramine is related yeah. to Jimson weed and Detura, which is a deliriant class of drugs, which is like a uh-huh. great. Like, you ever heard of angel trumpets? Those flowers. Mm-mm. Um, I know there's natural stuff out there that you can turn into stuff, but yeah, yeah, same same thing. All the like antiemetics, like the stuff that keep you from being nauseous, like taken in massive doses but are like it's got to be a massive dose because i mean the dimethylhydramine di- oh, yeah. or whatever it is is like it's 15 milligrams a pill or something like yeah, that we're, like we're how much we in, take? in the in the like 700 milligrams like like four boxes of benadryl yeah, yeah. okay a bunch. wow quite a lot and uh yeah so that ended it. and does that make you hallucinate yeah to the point where that's the only and it's bad on i imagine your liver or kid, kidneys, probably. Kidneys, probably. It, yeah. It's the only, it's it's not, once you start hallucinating, you no longer, it's the only drug I've ever taken where I'm talking to you, but like you are not there. and But like I see you, it's the only thing I've ever seen things that are straight up not there and like interacted wow. with them. And that's where I'd also see like specific like shadow people, demonic things. Very, yeah, yeah very weird. So, but that kind of came across because I just wasn't allowed to smoke weed or drink. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny. <laughs> and my, my mom asked later on, she was like, well, is there anything we could have done to, like, prevent it? And I was like, no. Let I, me smoke weed would have been the I answer. I said that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, well, that, I just couldn't do that. I was like, yeah, well, right, that, right, that's right. the answer, that. though. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that would have worked, but. Well, prohibition and repression are, are certainly are certainly dangerous things. I mean, we, I, I hope under, everybody can kind of understand that at this point. I mean, it just seems like that's obviously true. But yeah, that, that's why I'm like I don't even have I I just got married and I don't have kids yet. But that's already like trying to figure out mm-hmm. how I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I think we could try to make it just not cool for my kids being like. 
what are you guys doing smoking your old man used to smoke you know how you kids <laughs> yeah 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 that's funny what what what's gonna be your uh strategy my parenting strategy yeah as far as like drugs okay and... so I'm, I'm four years into parenting so far and thus far i really have i mean i really have not altered in very intentionally and sometimes difficult with some difficulty i've not altered any of my behavior that's what i'm trying to to do okay. i'm not saying i'm per i was perfect four years ago and had a kid or whatever but it's, i do not believe that your behavior should be altered because you have kids. I don't believe that. I'm, I mean, I just don't believe that. Or, or I'm, I'm going to feel it out as I go. I mean, that's not a hard and fast rule. But my sense is why would I change my behavior just because I have kids? Now, I understand certain things are appropriate or not appropriate for kids. It's not like but but I go way farther than any other parent I know to treat my kid not really that differently. Like I don't so, clean up my language intentionally. I do not clean it up. Well, more than that, now, like what's what do you, so she comes home wasted one night. Like what's the I'm not there yet, but yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm not there yet. Um, but which is not even I'm, a guarantee. Like that's that's just a thought experiment. But I'm not there yet, so I don't I can't say for sure. But I, I mean. I, I I am assuming my girls will have sex and do drugs when they're mm, teenagers, twenties. I mean, I'm assuming that's going to happen, but it's really not about them. It's really about me. They, here's what I would say. Hmm. That's them. That's their life. It, what I do is it will, will have to do with me and what they do will be in a way up to them. I, what I'm saying is I'm not trying, I don't want to make it about me. Like my daughters won't do this because it will reflect on me, or I'll oh, feel I this. See. It's not about that. It's it's about th their life's about them, and I am part of their life, and I will do everything I can to be positive, supportive, wisdom. I, I hope they'll come to me. That doesn't mean I'm going to buy them drugs to party with, but I'm not yeah, going to act there, there is a, like there... anything that's not true. I mean, I tell them Santa Claus is not real. My daughter comes home and tells me, <laughs> "Yes, Dad, Santa is real." The other kids are telling me, "I said, well, no, he's not." Because I'm going to tell it like it is, and I'm going to continue to do that. So do teenagers drink and get but, crazy? They do, and if they know that, that's fine. I'm not going to act like that's not true. Is there I'm an just going to – There is some – like where does the – I guess where does the – I guess it's all individual, but like where does the responsibility end? Or like are you, is there like an, like is there a certain amount of your – like they don't know – like their brains aren't fully developed and you do have to protect yeah. them. From I mean, I, I will make, I'll give as many rules as I can. I'll give as many guidelines as I can. There'll be consequences. I mean, they're not, I mean, of course I'll do all that stuff. I'm just saying that, um, the unhealthy thing that I observe in other people and other generations is their propensity to make the parent, that the kids decisions more about them and their fears. That's, mm, yeah. that's what I don't, that's not what it's about. Yeah, I, I know true. that. And so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, you know, if, if, and why that, would I, I mean, why would I, if you told me about your 19 year old and then said she X, Y, Z, and I said, mm, sounds pretty normal for a 19 year old. I must also maintain that for my 19 year old. I'll put it that mm, way. Yeah. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? Point. And oh, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. I say the same thing about when people fly on airplanes and they are scared of flying on airplanes. I asked that person, I said, okay, like my wife, let's say my wife's afraid to fly on a plane. Okay. And I said, why are you flayed? She said, well, it's scary. This could happen. What if it crashed? Blah, blah, blah. I said, if I fly to Nashville tomorrow, are you worried about me? Ooh, and she yeah, said, good point. No, 
I'd say, okay, then you're not worried about it because you do, you, you do worry about me. So your fear there is irrational and any action you're taking toward being afraid and all this stuff, you don't really think it's scary or, or bad or dangerous or else you would be worried about me the whole time I was in the air. But you don't, you won't give a shit if I'm flying to Nashville tomorrow, you won't be worried about my safety at any point. So, right. and I would say that like, if I heard my friend's kid, uh, had sex one time, well, whatever that would mean about some kid that I don't care about. Is also probably relatively true or normal about whatever it will be with my kid. I'm just trying to disembody yeah, you know, the yeah. personal emotion and the fear. What does that mean about me? Or did I fail as a parent? Or I'm going to be extra strict to make sure they don't like I, th- those things mess kids up from my observations of other parents and other yeah, generations. So I'm, sure. we'll keep that. I'll be mindful of that. So, uh, were you a late convert? When did you get saved, quote unquote? Or when did you start? Well, about I was about 16. 16. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was later for um, some reason. Well, that was relative. Well, it was late in the sense that I grew up in church and stuff like that. I just, you know, well, I was probably 17. I don't know. 17 maybe, but um, close to senior in high school. Between the junior and senior year of high school was actually the answer to that, that summer. Um, but uh, it was, what's interesting to that is I was super, I, I went to church and everything before that. And I just was convinced that it just wasn't. It just didn't make. I, I thought I was on the path to being able to like be unaffiliated from that, like, like it, it's, on an in- intellectual basis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly intellectual. I was like, well, okay, people that believe this stuff's goofy, and I, I know I'm just a kid and I go to church or whatever, but I don't. Re- it doesn't seem true. So I imagine by the time I'm 18, 19, 20, 21, Surely. once I understand stuff enough, I'll be out of this. I mean, it just didn't seem at all like it had any future with me. And then until all of a sudden it, it did, you know. What was your, that's what I, that's what's fun. I guess it's a personality type because I bought in. I'm a sensationalist type of feelings driven guy, and especially like I'm into extreme highs and lows in my life, basically. And and then especially messing like with with chemicals early on, I was like, okay, there's definitely stuff beyond what I can see, and I've always like put little faith into science and more faith into like the spiritual or whatever like what was your i've always been curious what was your spiritual experience that like trumped your intellect um it, it's like it's embarrassing really but it was just uh i was at a, a retreat uh a presbyterian retreat in the mountains and the uh there was a a guy there i don't know it was just they, they, there was a sketch or a skit that they did on stage, and it was like, I mean, this sounds so stupid when I say it out loud, but it was like in, almost like interpretive dance. It wasn't interpretive dance. It was like, it was like a dance, dramatic reenactment with no words oh, of, yeah, yeah. of like the Garden of Eden and stuff. Dude, I feel like I've seen a video. Like I feel like there was a video of something like that going around. Well, I'm sure people have done it many times. It was just some people doing it in an auditorium somewhere, and. I was in this big giant auditorium with all these people, and I I, I liked. It. I thought it was neat or or whatever. But I was uh, just sitting there. It was like late late afternoon, and the the I'm sure that that moved me some emotional way that I wasn't really aware of. And I was just sitting there, and then all of a sudden I looked up, and this isn't this isn't crazy or anything. But a bird. Had, it was a giant, you know auditorium and a bird had flown in it and i was just sitting there in the late afternoon sun the skit was going on it was about this and i saw stuff it just had this super holistic like impactful spiritual like 
holy shit, this stuff is real. This matters. This yeah. is beautiful. This this whole thing, this is all this and it's all real. Oh my gosh. And I just felt that, oh, it's, oh yeah. that's all that's all real. Like what? Like I, I was a little frustrated about that or or irritated. Like I was like, great. What is this? Like if this is all real, what what is this going to mean? Is it like I'm yeah. never going to have fun? Like what what is the implications of this? Like because yeah. I, you know, I just had spent most of my time thinking it's not real. So I don't know. It just it was like I was I was like, oh gosh, there's going to be a lot of implications and ramifications about this that don't sound fun. Yeah. The God thing is real. Now I got to start reading the Bible and see what it says. I mean, that, that's kind of the way I felt. I was kind of a little that's resentful. A, <laughs> the pissed off spiritual experience. Like, well, oh, it wasn't thanks totally a lot, that, but I man. was like, whoa, this is yeah, going to no, be I, I, this I, I, is going to be a big deal, yeah. and it's going to change a lot of stuff. And it did, and whatever. I mean, nothing super. It's not that dramatic, but it, it was no, it, it was it, uh, it, it was bizarre. Like like what I'm saying is, there's no part of me looking for it or seeking it. Like I didn't. I wasn't looking for that. You yeah. Know? And, Relatively simple. It wasn't a crazy thing, but I felt different and have every day since. So it's it's obviously real. Yeah. yeah <laughs> to to me, it just, it just is. So then there's still a lot of stuff that I, you know, I, I took straight to reading the Bible like, well, I'm going to try and figure this out because I'm still sure most of the people talking about it are full of bullshit. I knew that. <laughs> Even in that moment, I knew the people that the way they use it and they talk about it didn't make sense. So I so said, I guess I'm going to have to do the work here. So I started reading the thing. Did yeah. you did you like immediately go? Uh, well, which way did you go with it? Like like, this is law, or like you were trying to figure out your own interpretation of it, or like what? Well, I mean, I was a seventeen year old, right? So yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sharp really, or I didn't have a lot of experience, but I knew some. I, I knew most of what I knew a lot of stuff that I still talk about today, being silly. I'm, you know, things that are silly that silly or dumb i don't mean it's not dumb it's more silly than dumb that religious people do still i mean never really bought into the, the legalism it just really doesn't hold water it just doesn't make sense to me never never did but i was always feeling like man if you learn enough about this you will get some concrete answers so i spent I mean, I couldn't find any Christians that I respected is the problem. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find any. Like, even once I was convinced it was true, I felt like I was on my own. I right. And there wasn't internet. I didn't have – if there was internet, it wasn't easy access in 1996 yeah. or 7. So I didn't – it wasn't like I could, like, find communities or people that – You had to save that, up your AOL CDs. Yeah. And then anybody that was intellectual or intelligent, I took courses and got a religion minor in college just so I could learn some stuff, you know. And it, anybody that was intellectual was clearly not a believer to me. Like they they didn't seem they don't believe it. Then they're just analyzing, you know, all the religion stuff and the scholarly stuff is not really from a convicted point of view. Hmm. And it, it it's just scholars or something or, or I you know and I I don't even know if I think that anymore. But at the time, it was pretty clear to me that the people that were te- that you know. I, it wasn't until probably 2004 or five, like another four or five years of just kind of floundering and not figuring out where I fit in, that I f- did find Calvinism and Mars Hill. And it was not until I moved, ironically, to the West Coast where there are not Christians. Yeah, that is funny. And, and then if you find one on the West Coast, I mean, it's not that crazy, but if on the West Coast, if you find one, that person really believes it because there's no cultural pressure to be yeah. one. And so I was uh, illuminated instantly to people that were like, I believe this and this is what I do. They were real. Like every Christian I met on the West Coast, I was like, "Oh, this is cool. Yeah, this is obviously you didn't not the have cult- to be. 
Right, and all the stuff where the whole four or five years I was in South Carolina didn't make sense. I just, or I couldn't get down with it, or I knew it was full of other stuff or whatever. So once I found Calvinism or Mars Hill or the, that kind of stuff, or the people on the West Coast, even I don't, I know that's all conflated, but it was my experience. I thought there we go, and then I started finding lot. You know, Calvinism also highly logical. Now the internet was really going on. Now you could find sermons. Now you could read blogs. Now you could really get data. And so I was like, okay, yeah. now I can get the real answers and know what is right and what is wrong and get it together. And it wasn't legalism. It was still about grace and stuff like the gospel and understood it. But uh, and and since it wasn't super legalistic. Mars Hill wasn't that way. I mean, I didn't find Calvinism to be that legalistic. It was just logical. And I could deal with the parts where it's, where God, he chose this and this person's destroyed. You know, I didn't realize at the time I was... Uh, are, you, are you still Calvinist at all? No, nah, I don't think so. No, I, I couldn't say I am. I mean, I still get it. Like, overall, a lot of things about Calvinism I still think are the most logical. But I didn't realize that I was kind of like taken in by the guarantee of certainty and answers that it was providing was intoxicating and so now at this point i've even rejected that as like oh that's still just another version of people trying to have certainty and answers and think they know and whatever so now i feel past that but i'm not celebrating that or anything it's just like you know now the only way i can hang on is to identify and understand that there's the the mysterious part of it and anybody's power or authority claims as just you know, uh, they still don't feel right to me. Okay. Well, let me, so now I'm left a bit more mystical, but I, I I don't feel great about that. It's just what (laughs) I I know the ones where people are really claiming what they know. I I know that doesn't, I still, still, I still not, I I tried that. I was attracted to it. I thought at some point, maybe we're going to figure this out where there's real answers and you're going to know. But now I've kind of resigned myself to, well, you're not really going to know, but I still believe. So I believe. What is it? I believe. Well, I don't, not a good question. I don't. I, can't, I don't have. I, to I go it. by the uh, the Rich Mullins song, the Creed. That's that's what I believe. Yeah. You remember that one? So I believe some stuff. No, I don't know the song, but oh, dude. Um. All right. So let's let's pivot a little bit. Uh. So you you smoke the ganja. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I, you know, I'm not a smoker, so I don't use fire. So I have a vaporizer pen and I eat edibles. That's, but that's good. That's I, I mean, I still, I've never smoked a joint in my life. Well, the, or anything. This, this is a question I've been, uh, it kind of leads into that. This is a question I've been tossing around. So do you think God intended for us to get fucked up? Well, I mean, fucked up is an expression. As a, so that's a colloquialism. Like, to, yeah, to, right. to get buzzed, to get inebriated, to yeah, unwind, yeah. to relax. In my view, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, yeah. if you put it in the frame and use the word fucked up, then, then that seems like it will violate enough scripture that I wouldn't want to argue against it. But if you phrased it a different way, to have altered mind states or different mind states— and there's different brain chemistries that give you different perspectives. Then the uh, the obvious answer to that is of course, like clearly. Why, that, that's, I that? think that's an arguable. I think. I mean, well, I mean, your brain oh, chemistry yeah. is just. Uh, well, uh, yeah. You well, know. Elaborate on that. What do you mean? Well, 
uh, okay, so if you take out the the, the I mean, talking I mean, about like exercise releases endorphins. Is that like what you're getting, like that type of thing? Like, well, I would go farther than that, but but you would put that, yeah, of course. I mean, you yeah. you you would. I really don't see distinction. I mean, you, I will leave it to the. I'll put the burden on the other person to leave the distinction between your brain state when you're angry, when you're in awe, when in your worship, when you're hanging out with your friends, when you've had coffee, when you've been jogging when you're asleep. I mean, what you see, your vi- I mean, I'll leave it to you to say, yeah, but to actually intentionally something, what are we talking about? Chemicals. It can't be chemicals because coffee's not a chemical. It can't be well, volitional. Like a- if you go running, I mean, I don't know. So, and I'm not saying it's prescriptive for everybody, but the uh, brain, brain states, there's, there's billions of brain states and perspectives and points of views. And they're, they're all, uh, uh, but there's, there's differences. So- you can't, I don't know if you can say that intentionally ingesting THC is like the same as sleeping. Unless, like, uh, I mean, okay. Well, as but, far I mean, like yeah, it, you put it the same as coffee then. At least. I mean, yeah, and, okay, it, yes. it, like I'm saying well, categorically the ingestion of a chemical that alters your brain state is not, pro- is clearly not prohibited biblically or nobody. Well, if so, mm-hmm. nobody seems to think that. So that can't be the defining characteristic yeah, because then it's like then that opens up for, for everything like coca leaves, opium poppies. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I just that, that cannot certainly it can't be ingestion to alter a brain state is the line we don't cross because well, it's then, clearly not not so, the case. So the line is is inebriation beyond control. What I does guess. that mean? I, I mean, what does that mean? Well, but I mean, but it's. It's obvious. I mean, it's like if we're besides defining terms, do you know I, what it is to be stoned beyond recognition? I, I mean, I mean, you're and, putting, well, and, well, you're here, putting heavy terms on it, like stoned beyond recognition. That, like, if you if you take the culture part out of it, I don't think you have any way to, like, if you if you just take out taboos and culture and what seems recreational and what seems social and what you know about stuff culturally, if you if you had to take that off, you would have no ability to draw any lines. You'd at least at least see that, right? Oh yeah. Well, and by the way, I'm not like. I'm not against drugs. I'm not against mm-hmm. drinking. This is like purely, I was just thinking of something to talk about. So there's no, I don't really have a dog in any fight. Um, I mean, if you take, I, I, that didn't make me pro drug or say everybody no, used no, to no, do no, I'm psychedelics just saying, or anything. I don't think I was coming from a d- defensive position. No, no, I know. I, I appreciate the, uh, mm-hmm. the drilling down to try to, to define what is or isn't. I'm just, well, I think that, okay. Cause if you go back to, So you're saying that hmm so you would you would say that there's no there is no it doesn't matter how intoxicated inebriated you get like if you take away culture and is that where you're getting at Uh I don't I don't think I'm saying that I I'm, I'm just saying that I think the range of human perspective and brain states it's not as if there's normal and then the other it's not it's not as if the two choices are normal or partying so hard you're crazy there i'm i'm, I'm serious I'm just... there's at there's post jogging there's after coffee there's super hungry there's sexually aroused all these brain states are yeah. super different there's a little bit of thc there's two beers there's 25 beers i mean all I these say states some exist. are markedly I mean, different though could we not okay. agree and what would you what by what what would you use to define the ones that are markedly different the ones that are fun I mean, no, what, just what, like the complete, like the ones that like shut down motor function, like like 
I mean, I'm not, you know, in no way am I saying it's good to or anybody should or God wants you to get blackout drunk. That's no, not no, a statement. No. Me I'm neither. I'm, I, I, I kind of, I'm trying to get I'm just saying there are no, there are, I, I really don't know that there are any hard lines here, is what I'm, I'm getting at. I'm, hmm. There's plenty of things that can be wrong that you can do that's wrong. I believe there's sin. I believe there's, you know, I, you know, what, for instance, I'm not trying to even be ambiguous, but I know a lot of people that use exercise in a way that I am certain is idolatrous and sinful. Oh, sure. I'm certain, 100% sure. Oh, yeah. So whether or not it's an ingestion of a drug that is fun or could be party or could be isolating or could make you feel good or could make you see stuff crazy, man, like your stone. I, none of those things inherently, I think, are bad necessarily or evil or whatever. I don't I'm not saying I mean, yeah, that's if you true. Get I guess blackout I drunk. To, I think you've done you've made a mistake. I, I, I agree with you there. And I, I do forget. I guess you, if we're going to go biblical, you could trace it back to God created and it was good. Like everything in I its mean, original. I mean, there's cannabinoid receptors in your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying For to be sure. a stoner apologist or anything. It's just well, and that's the, you know. I'm, do you do you experience a? Do you even think about God um, intentionally, and how do you experience God when you're stoned differently, if you do, or is it, or do you purely do it as what's your, how how do you use it? <laughs> when you use it. I mean, it to it, I mean to me things. I don't want to use the word holistic, but integrated is the word I like. I want my life to be fully integrated. I don't want to section off stuff from God. I don't want to do that. I, I don't. I don't feel guilt. I, I'll put it this way: I don't feel guilty if I'm high. I don't feel bad about that. I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. I mean, I just don't feel that way. I don't feel shame about it or nothing like that. If I'm high and I think about God, good. If I'm high and I pray, fine. If I'm high and I talk to somebody about God, which of course I've done those things, or drunk, I mean, I've done it. I mean, I've done those things, and you know, if, whether I mean, if I've done something wrong, well, I've done something wrong, but that I still don't know that it. I, I just it just I think that whole all that falls apart under any real scrutiny of trying to draw any line. I just don't, and, and hmm. I can't find it. That's super. That is interesting. That's an. That's. I think it's more a vestige of legalism and culture than anything, because clearly you have a strong. Well, and we and everybody we have, has a strong bias against things that are deemed party or world or whatever. Like if LSD was in clinical trials and we used it that way and it discovered this and blah. I've never done that, but I'm just saying. So I'm not arguing for should. it because I've never done it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah. But if it was presented medically, then everybody'd be fine with it. But if it seems like yeah, some crazy stoner out there partying, we know it's bad, and we're going to draw a sin distinction based on that. That's nonsense. Well, and I will, nonsense. I will, I will say to. I mean, opiates are heroin. That are, that Heroin's are, bad, and oxycontin for your back's good. Whatever. Yeah, and I will, I will, I will make the distinction to my listeners and myself that are alcoholics and addicts. Like that's a different story, and you totally should, you should not be. Of Just course, throwing that out there, so you have no excuse. I mean, I, I don't need. I don't really want to get into the weeds about it. Pardon the pun, but you know, some people shouldn't have a drink. It might be sinful to some people. I, I, again, I know people that I'm certain are using things like exercise idolatrously I'm, i i know it for for sure yeah so and i think it's wrong and bad and they need to repent <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean we're, we're sure. in a gray territory here if i i mean i actually think the effects of marijuana are quite useful and interesting and I just don't think there's anything wrong with that 
I just I cannot find any reason why that would be anything wrong with that. And the Christian responses are stupid stuff like, yeah, yeah but I mean, the silliest one of all would be, what if Jesus came back while you were high? That's the goofiest thing <laughs> I've ever that's, heard. That's a good one. And then, they, and then they step down from there to, yeah, but I mean like, and, and you can hear that they're fishing for it. They used yeah. to be because it was illegal, and now it's illegal. Okay, well, uh, yeah, but still maybe not good. I mean, you can hear people just spinning in their heads trying to figure out a way to justify because they don't want it to be okay, so they want to f- come up with a reason. And you can feel that. I can feel it all day long. So it, okay. it, it does amaze me the the acceptance of of alcohol versus versus right. weed. So that, don't underestimate always... the cultural uh, you know approval of, of it. And there's a lot of people who don't approve of alcohol that are Christian. Okay, are same you, thing. Like I'm I'm definitely for uh, decriminalization across the board, like of all drugs. Like, mm-hmm. have you looked into like how it worked out for Portugal and other places? No. Yeah. Going nope, extremely don't. well. What What did they do? They They decriminalized it. And it's, it's good. Every, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm yeah. aside from any religious belief or anything else. I mean, you know, I'm low. I'm low on government and regulation in general. So I, I, I lean <laughs> that, that direction. Yeah. 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 Me too. Uh, I, so have you seen um the new Confederate show? Is it? It's not out yet, is it? No, it's not. Well, you've seen just every, 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 everything it. surrounding it. Yeah. Um, where do you land on that? Well, if you're from Columbia, I know you yeah. must have a bunch of Confederate flag tattoos on your back and uh, stuff. I have a so. huge <laughs> Stonewall Jackson on my abs. Well, um, oh, man. Like, what? I mean, I have strong feelings about it. I really, and here's what they are. I don't give a shit about the show. Uh, I, can, I think I can sum this up. I grew up in South Carolina. I own Confederate flags, probably. I found one up here in my storage thing the other day. Like, a be- I have a belt buckle <laughs> that has a Confederate flag on it, and I have a sticker. And my wife actually one time got me a Confederate uh, $10 bill. I think I own a piece of Confederate uh, History. currency. And oh, I nice. think it's super neat. I mean, I would never fly one. And I don't, you know, I've changed. I used to almost probably would have defended the Confederate flag, but in, at this point, really? I, and I hate when things become symbols. I hate when things become symbols. Um, I hate when words go out of use. But, but nonetheless, sometimes they're they're beyond hope or repair or whatever. The Confederate flag is for sure. A, a loss too far gone thing. Now, I'm not even trying to say that I was right if I ever thought it was okay it probably should have it, it probably should have died hundred years ago but yeah. um, but I was I was late to understand that uh, I think but at this point no, I wouldn't support the Confederate flag in any way I think it's a bad flag to have or display and anybody using it or wants to fly it at this point would You're only be yeah yeah well there's somebody that yeah you know so yeah um, but I'm even, I even understand that, that side of it, but I've moved past that part, but that's just me being transparent about it. Um, but still the people that oppose that show, I send my red flags to me the, the strong opposition to that show is, is bothersome to me. So yeah, me too. I, Very I, much I feel so. it. I feel it immediately, like intuitively, I, and reacting to the people that are trying to shut shut that down. I'm not it's taken me a little bit to try to figure out what I'm reacting to, but when I hear it and when I see the stuff, it bothers me. Now, what I'm saying is I don't care at all about the show. I actually think it'll be a not good show. 
because anytime anybody tries to represent the South in Hollywood or show or people that ha- didn't grow up there, they do it's such a, a horrible it's such job. Such a cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so the show's going to be horrible, and I have really no interest to watch it. On the other hand, if I did watch it and I oh, thought I it was awesome, good, man. I would I would really like it, but I don't think it'll be a good show. And I don't really I don't know. I, maybe I'll watch it, but I, it won't I won't be a bad person if I watch it. No. It won't, and, and my it, thing, nobody my thing, if it was a book, no one would give a shit. Of course. Of course. No one would give a flying shit if it was a yeah. book. Well and, the point is the people that oppose it, I don't care about the show. I'm not even really worried about the global censorship or free speech, but the strong opposition for it contains an element of judgment, like self-righteousness and judgment that I just can't really tolerate. Yeah, that, and, and then yeah. and then the shutdown of if you, I don't like what's happening where if you, there are certain things you are just not allowed to oppose, and you will just get right. shut down. And, yeah. and like, that's well, their, okay. I mean, people are free speech to, I mean, I'm not saying it's a censorship. I'm not even making those arguments. It's just, don't we want more people more free? Don't we want more ideas? You know, it's trying to square. There is a, it is an effort to convey judgment and intimidate or scare people. There's you, that, there's that, I feel that that oh, yeah. is there. There's a, there's a, there's a sentiment of intimidation and judgment that I don't care what you're talking about. I don't need to know what show you're talking about to to feel that judgmental, intimidating. Yeah, they're they're drawing force. a line for you. Right. That There's you something better about be on that one side. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what the show is. It, it, exactly. You could tell me it's a baking show that is bad. I I don't need to know what the media is that you're opposing. If you're the way the tone of the the opposition, you know now. If let's just say there's a person of color who has strong feelings about the show and what whatever their opinion is about it, uh, that's totally fine. Of course, I mean I'm not saying don't express your opinion or right. or, or whatever, but the, it's the it's the secondary and tertiary people jumping on maybe a bandwagon or trying to push what feels like an agenda or some judgment or intimidation. There's some there's just some energy in the opposition. In some of the opposition, not all of it, uh, that rubs me the wrong way. And I'm trying to figure out exactly what that is, but I don't have any care about the show. I don't care yeah, about it. Yeah, it was just interesting to me because it, it seemed like when I when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, that's a – because I'm all about like alternate dystopian fantasies. Like I think those right. are really yeah, interesting like stuff. Too. And uh, so I, you know, I went to bed on it, and then I – a week later, I find out it's like a massive deal, and I'm like, "But why? I don't." Well, so, you know. Yeah, the the reason I don't think it'll be good is because they must. They of course they knew this before the thing erupted, but they of course the only way to treat it is to over. I mean, some people think this won't the hell out of them, right? Which sounds crazy because like, whoa, you're not going to demonize people that owned other people and were slave owners. Well, yeah, but here would be my question: Is it possible? To, is it possible to over dramatize it? And the answer to that is it clearly oh, is yeah. possible. Like there is a possible way where you could over make them look worse than they actually were. Yeah, isn't that possible? Oh yeah. And if so, what would it look like? You know. And so you go down this whole rabbit trail. Like, but of course, if there's a bias to these people making the show, of course they will be on the side even naturally, even before the debate or controversy, to make certain that it's very yeah. clear that 
to over demonize the people of the South from that time. Yeah. So, and then anything anybody's going to ever say to push back against that could only be judged as pure racism. Exactly. So I won't even be. I won't even begin to make arguments like, "Well, they weren't that bad," or "People of the North were bad too." Those right. things may. Those things may be true, but you just yep. you can't not allowed. Right. It was just not. And yeah. so I, I, there's something about that do, I don't like. So do, do you think that's? Do you think that's anywhere? I mean, I guess if history shows, like, the pendulum will swing, but, like, are we on the way out ever? Is it just getting, you know, is, is this going to switch back? Mm, well. Without, I guess, without something horrible happening to to switch it back finally, like some penultimate horrible event. I don't even know what that could be. So I go back and forth on this, but I do think there's an element where the overly, the people, um, this might sound crazy. Bring it on. Might sound crazy. But the other night, when this is an insight that I did glean from a time when I was high. So you will take, be able to take this hey, or leave this. But this will circle. explain a little bit because it's, it's a little out there. Okay. It's not really. It actually makes sense to me now, and I'm stone sober. So I was looking at a bunch of internet comments on this and stuff like this the other night late at night and I was high and I just was realizing that every single person it just has a super strong opinion and they're so one-sided you know like it's, it's like the people are so ignorant that there are other sides they just clearly see their point of view and assert it strongly mm-hmm. and I'm, these people do not see most people do not see the multiple angles that exist but maybe that's okay maybe that's how this is supposed to work so maybe there's a certain amount of just it's like a as if humanity is a super organism is is kind of the feeling that i got like oh all these opinions together are like individual neurons in a super organism super organism and they make progress and we get where we're going and there's some element to needing these super obnoxious points of view that Actually, because the other sides of those are bad. Like, there are horrible racist people. And there are people that are overly obnoxiously progressive in some sense that's just obviously wrong. But maybe that all works together as we go forward as a super organism and figure it out. So it's not like everybody needs to understand everything for our society to advance. Maybe everybody just plays their little part and we move down the road. I have See, I have so little faith in society ever like getting better i just do not well the individuals aren't the individuals are these super narrow-minded super specific super specialized people there's people out there going help women help women you know there's people out there going uh i don't like blacks i don't like blacks whatever (laughs) whatever they are but all of them together there's a certain amount of where it cancels out and that's no excuse for any individual i'm not or anything like that i'm just saying if you look at the society as the the thing to move forward. There's no way that everybody in society is going to have a fully balanced and comprehensive, multi-sided, super nuanced point of view. I don't even know if that's a good goal. So maybe, yeah. maybe a, we just move forward impossible. by everybody making their noise to their fullest as a specialized, you know, arm and a leg and the body parts of Christ. You could almost say only is not a Christian yeah. analogy, but in this, it's the same analogy. Like oh, we're yeah, all part yeah. of a that's big a thing, analogy. and we, you, you, you know, that even if they're just Counterbalancing but, then, but somebody's the, the in charge, and, right? No, nobody's in. No, well, nobody's then how in does it, Then how do how do ideas 
So it just like that's the, that's the whole the principle. Okay, well, that's the whole principle is that nobody's oh, in charge because so like there's a, no a big there's amorphous no, blob, right? Kind of, because there's no possibility that somebody could be in charge. So I may understand well, three points okay. of view, and I'm criticizing people that only understand one. Well, but right? there, like, there but, will be but, prevailing ideas, right? That will move the the plot forward. Mm, it'll just be the sum total of of where we're heading, and what works is what will go forward overall. Like the only force is like almost like an evolutionary force. Like whatever works is what will propagate, and it'll be the sum total of all the cancellations plus the new stuff. I mean, it's just going to move oh, yeah, forward. Be something completely new. So do you, do you do you see a utopia happening ever? Honestly, uh, not. I mean, no. Well, I don't know. I mean, own. I mean. I'm a little lost at that point, but yeah. Are you a Black Mirror I, fan? You, you ever seen? Yeah, that I show? do like Black Mirror. Yeah. I think humanity in itself. I mean, we, I mean, we could get asteroided tomorrow or something. So no, it's not like there's a destiny for the human species or superorganism if there is such a thing. So again, I lean more into the hope that there is there is God and there's Jesus and there's heaven and there's restoration, and there's redemption. But on the materialistic Earth, it seems like we roll uphill like forward and, and it's work know. to some degree it so, seems like it's a lot of know. the same but I, it, it could crash at any moment i mean north korea yeah. who knows? we could we could end this thing like there's nobody in charge ain't nobody knows much more than you or me not there's not almost nobody that knows much more than you or me and i'm pretty in touch with what i don't know yeah yeah and the people that are point. know less than me think they know more than me i know that too <laughs> So that I don't. So that that makes me think if anybody knows more than me, they're even less likely to actually know. I don't. I don't think anybody knows what's going on. No. There's no such thing. So we're all but rolling they, together. But I unfortunately, think we, there's those society people that, that act like they do. Built. No, I know, but that's just part of the whole thing. Yeah. But society seems to get better. I believe it's better than it ever has been. Minus, I don't know, 2017 might be a slight slight dip, but <laughs> uh, you know, I think we're rolling uphill overall and working working it out. For now, but yeah, I, like I said, I don't change. think there's some ultimate destiny. I mean, we could wipe ourselves out pretty easily too. Yeah, because I, I asked. I have a uh, uh, my manager's atheist, and so I have these awesome talks with him every day. And I always ask him like, "So what's your what's your what's your ideal in game scenario?" And he's like, "Upload my consciousness to the to the global <laughs> cloud and live forever." And I'm like, "Okay, well." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not making that argument, but maybe. I mean, go for it. That sounds. You know, I, I don't that think that. Bad. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, who knows? I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, if, you, if from a materialistic point of view, that's the most optimistic you could be. I, exactly. I, I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, there's other there's other people that are materialists that that are pretty confident that you're you're you were you know we're worm food and it's just a matter of time and they figure out how to reconcile that. So I don't understand how you reconcile that. That's why I feel like deep down they just don't they can't believe. How can you? I don't. Maybe, I, maybe I'm well, so I'm so displaced from the idea. I just can't fathom well, how you can find meaning if you truly, 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 truly believe that n that you die and that's it. That means, it, in my mind, that means nothing you did matters because you will not remember it. Yes, maybe, but you'd have to. It's, there's almost like you have to respect that point of view. Because yeah, there's no way you would it. hold – well, think about it this way. There's no way you would hold that point of view. There's no real gain for holding that point of view. So being that it's pretty much the bleakest point of view, 
there's almost a, a respect for somebody that's able to hold it and keep it together. I guess I, that's I, why I, I isn't my point of view. That's, that's why I feel like they what, it, or there, if there's a level it, of, of uh, what what are they doing then? What do you think it is they're up to then? If they no, think well, I, 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 it's I not my like point of view, but. it's 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 not that they're it's that they're. Uh, maybe delu- it's that sounds so arrogant to say but like it might be just yeah. a level of de- denial or delusion where like they're just trying to make yeah. they just this is what maybe, they've yeah. assembled and you know the same could be said for christianity that this is mm-hmm. what we have assembled to make sense yeah. of everything and maybe it's just a difference but to me that yeah. just seems like yeah so i mean crazy. yeah but there's a some level where it's not there's no obvious benefit to what they believe so yeah there's like a, almost a credibility built into it well, the, the you know what the obvious benefit I see is is uh, superiority. Yeah. Okay. A I can few, give a you few that. Times there's that the air of intelligence, superiority, and like intellectual superiority mainly. Like, oh, you're you saying it's almost caveman. a posturing thing. Like I'm so tough that I'm willing to sit here and say I believe I'm worm food, and that's my I'm. This is my signaling yeah, I'm, of how I'm tough evolved. I am. I've yeah. evolved yeah. past I your see that. your plebeian yeah. deity worshiping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can yeah, see that. So. But yeah, I, I don't really know. I mean, no, sometimes I mean, that makes sense to me. Sometimes it seems like, oh my gosh, there is nothing. Well, and none of us know. But, yeah. Yeah, nobody knows. That's it's tough. Thing. It is tough. Dude, this has been a good conversation. Good. Yeah. Uh, are, are we good on time? I need to put my. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let I you I could get do out this here, like for three hours. I oh, love. No, I, I could stuff, too. Um, I'd be glad to do it again. I enjoy talking to you. Yeah, and I'm sure my. Um, I'm sure Jay wants to talk to you as well. Yep. We'll schedule it again. I'll be glad to do it again. Okay, awesome. You're talking on a level that, that I can move move with. So yeah. I, right I dig it. Yes, sir, it was. Thank White. you, Matthew. Matthew C. His name is uh, Matthew. Jay name is, Carter. His name is Matthias. Matthias. Um, Matt Carter. He actually goes by his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Matthias Carter. That's uh, right. Um, anyway. Okay. So as promised, Jay reminded me of the riding the tortoise story. So. Let's go back in time, Jay, to... Uh, Let's take a trip. 2003, I, I want to say? To yesteryear. I wasn't in Colombia anymore, and I was so bummed that I wasn't when I heard about the story. So it was like 2004, maybe? Three or four. Did you see the video? I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to so find good. those. Okay. So, I kids, before, before the YouTubes... Um, we would just have those giant. Well, <laughs> they were pretty big. Yeah, it wasn't the bazooka camcorders, but it was. I still, had a bazooka one. You I had did. It with like you a did. full-on VHS. But I think we had just like this was right when, uh, what were those called? Those miniature tapes. They were like mm. the size of cassettes, but they were videotapes. Mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. those were called. Um, yeah. so we had like a camera like that, and it was me, Lauren Andino, and 
Daryl Perry, I want to say. Oh, Daryl Perry. Yeah, and we had skipped. I tried to steal my girlfriend in yeah. sophomore year. <laughs> Such Old an asshole. Straight edge, Daryl. Yeah, I think. Well, I shouldn't have said his last name, but I'll tell you later what I think happened. <laughs> anyway, I don't care. It's funny. <laughs> um, what were we saying about not judging people? God, <laughs> I'm sorry. Get to the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we skipped school. It's high school, uh, and we decided to go to. No, it was Kevin Tavera. That's who we were with. Kevin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin was way awesomer. Yeah, dude. Kevin's still awesome. So we skipped school. We go decide to go to the zoo because we had a plan to steal the change out of the wishing well because we didn't have any money. <laughs> Which but you we paid did. to get into the zoo? No, no, no. Oh yeah, it was like I don't know. It was like five bucks back then. It was nothing. Right. I see your point though. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like we make our first stop. At the, we had a camera and we were just I don't know being dickhole kids. Yeah. And so we stop by the wishing well fountain and Kevin just fills up his cargo pants with quarters. <laughs> like I'm on lookout, Lauren's waiting in there and Kevin's waiting in there and they've just got these cargo pockets just full of wet, like, <laughs> shking, 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 just dripping water everywhere. <laughs> like we stole like 20,000 wishes or something, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're on our way out and it's, usually this is how it is in most zoos that I've found. The tortoise exhibit doesn't really have a fence. They have like a half fence because I guess, you know, what's a tortoise going to do? <laughs> like right. get a running jump and hop over there? I don't think so. It ain't going nowhere. So I was like, oh. You know who can get a running jump over that fence? Me. That's right. <laughs> so I also had one of those miniature cowboy hats, right? <laughs> so I, 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 guess that's, I guess that's where the inspiration came from. But I was like, okay, just turn that camera on. <laughs> <laughs> I put the cowboy hat on, and, I'll, and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to go lasso me a tortoise. And so I hopped the fence and jumped on the nearest tortoise I saw and uh, assumed the cowboy position and just started going, yeah, and then, uh, you know, and then ran away. So the, <laughs> my honestly, what was going through my head was, Getting caught would have been the best scenario because just imagine the so headline good. like local teen mounts tortoise like manhunt <laughs> underway. <laughs> so, uh, lo local standbyers said they heard him yell "Yeehaw!" and America on the way out. America, you know what my favorite video was though in those days. What it was when you bombed the hill and your ramp broke. Oh, yeah, and I broke my arm like a twig, dude. Uh-huh, it snapped, and then you're all, oh, God, yeah. oh, God, oh, Yeah, oh, is that God. what I said? It was like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, 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 uh, I was going down a hill, and we found my, my friends. This was right when Jackass came out, so that was like what we did that summer was just film ourselves mm -hmm. doing Jackass stuff. And we found my friend's little brother's, like, Fisher Price roller skates and I like duct taped them to my feet and we rigged up this ramp and put two trash cans in front of it and I guess the goal was to either fall do something with the trash cans and it would be funny and as yeah. soon as I hit the ramp it just snapped and so if you pause the video you can just see all my entire weight is on my arm and I just land on it and you just hear and then you say, oh god oh god oh god oh god oh god and and then you had to wear a cast condom because it was like right before summer. Yep. Yeah. And I wanted to still be able to swim. And they gave me this, this like, 
big like flipper you put over it and it had a pump and you just go i remember it seals water tight and you could go swimming dude yeah that, that thing still smelled like ass though oh my god that so bad so dude. bad so bad we got milk dude it's like was, sweat and it was water disgusting, uh, dude. summertime 16 year old in columbia south carolina cast Ugh. i remember when the most recent time i broke my arm uh in florida um I'd moved in with my friend from AA or whatever, and his girlfriend smoked mm-hmm. weed, and I was still sober at the time, except for like the pain pills I had just gotten on. But <laughs> one night she was yeah. like, "You want to smoke weed?" And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, it'd been like a long time, mm-hmm. so I smoked and got so 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 high, and immediately just zeroed in on the fact that I had a cast on my arm, and like it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> oh jeez, dude! I took a saw could- and I cut it off, dude. Because uh, I just I was freaking out. I was like, I gotta get it off. I gotta get it off. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I gotta get it off. And I had to go to the doctor the next day, and I was like, super embarrassed. And I was like, dude, I just freaked out, and I had to cut it off. And he was like, oh, it happens all the time. It's called cast claustrophobia. And I was like, oh, really? no shit. Yeah, he was like, that's oh, yeah, a, a thing. I was like, huh, interesting. Interesting. I didn't tell him, you know, it was ganja induced, but I was like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Super smacked and paranoid. Oh, dude, it sucked. Yeah. Oh, that does suck. That was very that not enjoyable. No. Um, what is enjoyable is we got another Patreon. Ryan Pate. Or Pate. Ryan Pate. I'm going to call you Ryan pa- Pate. I think Pate is much better. Pate. It's, fi- it's fine in French. Yep, Pate. Rion. Rion Pate. Rion Pate. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, dude. For the, Thanks, uh, Brosif. Jay is getting on sending you some stickers. Yeah, check out, check, watch out for them. They will be coming. Oh yeah, and so if y'all saw the newest like Dare logo I did, if that was on a T-shirt, would you want it? If the moon was made out of cheese, would you? Would eat you it? eat it? I know I would. Hot smother and relish <laughs> oh, like a hot dog. Hot dog. If you were hot dog, would you eat yourself? Hot dog, <laughs> I would. Wash it all down with a cool Budweiser. Yeah, that's right. I think that's enough. I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, church and other drugs at gmail.com at CO their drugs on Twitter. That's, that's right. so impossible to say. I know. I need to change that. CO their drugs. I should just change it. Whatever. See you on the flip yeah. flop. <laughs>